on this episode of the Naturist Living Show, Teenagers and Young Adults. This episode of the Naturist Living Show is brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. At Bear Oaks, we offer traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Free your body, free your mind. www.bearoaks.ca Welcome to episode 39 of the Naturist Living Show. My name is Stéphane Deschain, and I'm your host for this podcast and the owner of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. And uh, yeah, it's been 39 episodes, more than three years now, one a month for three years, and uh, we have set another record. Um, it is uh, obviously it's growing exponentially as people, I guess, share information and tell others. And in December, December of 2011, we set a new record. 57,756 listeners in one month. Now, that's listeners to all of the podcasts, all 39 podcasts since the beginning. And the last time we set a record was just over 45,000 in August. Um, And I guess December, a lot of people had time off and holidays, and they download a lot of podcasts and they listen to them. And so I am very, very much uh, humbled by it. I, I really... I was uh, expecting in the beginning a few hundred people listening to this podcast, and I would have been happy with that. But 57,000 or over 57,000 is incredible. It's more than any naturist magazine circulation that I know of. Um, And certainly I'm not, uh, I know enough about the internet to know that not all 57,000 are full listens. Uh, Some of those are bots that are just checking out uh, what the content on the internet and some are probably partial downloads, and I'm sure there's some people who download it and start playing it and expect that there'd be pictures, but they're not. So they stop very quickly because they're disappointed. But still, even if half of that, only half of that is good, it's still a huge number of people listening, and I appreciate it. And the most important listener is you. You, because you're still listening right now, and you're listening because there's no pics, you're listening because you're interested in the topics. And you want to learn more either because you're uh, interested in naturism and haven't tried it yet, and that's great, I'm glad you're listening. Or you are a naturist, but you want to learn more because you've you've done it because it feels good, and it does. It's great to be a naturist. It feels wonderful to swim without clothes on. It feels fantastic to be nude and feel the sun and the air on your skin and have no restrictions. But you want to learn more. You want to learn about the philosophy. You want to become an ethical naturist, as I've said in an earlier podcast. So that's the reason that I do this. That's the reason I started. Um, a reporter actually, uh, just, I don't know, a few months ago was asking me, you know, because I was saying that naturism isn't uh, just taking your clothes off. In fact, it's not about taking your clothes off and all that. It's a real philosophy. And he says, well, how how do you spread that philosophy? How do you share that? How do people learn about it? Do you have uh, lectures at Bear Oaks and, and speeches and presentations? And I said, well, actually, not that much. But that's why I wanted to do the podcast, because um, I don't know how many people would show up if I did lectures at the uh, park. And when they come to the park, I think people come to Bear Oaks to relax and enjoy themselves and have a good time. The podcast allows people like yourself 
to listen at their convenience, you know, while jogging or on a treadmill or uh, while commuting to work on a subway or whatever. And so I thought a podcast was probably the right idea to share these ideas that I have. And as you know, from the many other guests that we've had on the show, share the ideas of others and uh, really put together uh, over many, many shows, uh, a real philosophy for ethical naturism. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being interested. Um, and thank you for keeping in contact and letting me know. On January 12th, uh, 2012, January 12th of this month that I'm uh, doing this show, um, on Channel 4 in the UK, there was a show called My Daughter, the Teenage Nudist, uh, 10 p.m. Uh, UK time, of course. Um, it was uh, Channel 4 is uh, one that we've had shows from before. Um, they tend to show things that are a little bit more on the edge. Um, they certainly are not afraid to be a little bit more exploitive, hence the title. Um and they don't, they're not afraid to show anything. Uh, they're not afraid to uh, show complete genitals and, uh, on, ta- on television, and, which is great, because that's the way it should be. It should be unashamed. Um, there's nothing wrong with the human body. Of course, that probably means they show it also in sexual context, but I haven't watched enough to know that. But yeah, the UK has had a number of great shows, uh, and not so great shows, about naturists and nudists in the past few years. Uh, I've reviewed and discussed several of them in past episodes. But this most recent one is really interesting because it deals with uh, teenagers and young adults. And uh, if you're in the UK, you can just go to the link that I'll put in the show notes and you'll be able to watch it there. If you're not in the UK, they can tell and they won't let it play. Um, but I'll give you a hint. You can uh, watch it uh, on dailymotion.com. Um, in fact, I'll give you a link to the Daily Motion uh, Bear Oaks channel where there, it is one of the favorite videos. I've favorited it. Favorited it. <laughs> uh, and so you can just go and find it that way, or just a quick search. It's all over the place to be downloaded and viewed, so it shouldn't be a problem. But the show itself, despite the provocative title, is actually a pretty good overview of what's going on with youth in naturism. Um, why don't we just start by listening to the intro, so that I will tell you a lot about what the show is about. Everybody looks so beautiful together because everybody's different, nobody's perfect. Such an amazing feeling. You feel so liberated to be just like free, open, (laughs) in the middle of London. Up and down Britain, more young people are embracing public nudity than ever before. (laughs) Much to their mums and dads' dismay. Love you, (laughs) mum. It must have been gutting for his mates to say, I've seen your daughter naked. I saw your daughter with her tits out on Facebook, I think was the comment. We follow this Facebook generation over a summer. Naked Art Project! Be awesome. Please have a look. Getting online and getting involved in mass naked public events. It's decency, not nudity, isn't it? Yeah, it is decency, yeah, you're right. These young nudists would never dream of joining a naturist club. I've kind of got this idea of naturists kind of playing volleyball and like doing all sorts of weird sports that I'm not really into. We're desperate for, for younger people to come on and replace us older people. 
The older British naturists have plans, and they're relying on one man to recruit the under-30s to their movement. We're going to make naturism a normal thing to do in this country. So the show essentially follows uh, the story of, well, three different stories. Uh, Molly, Alex, Jess, and Luke, and Daryl. So that sounds like five people, but it's actually three stories. The first story is about Molly, who starts uh, by discovering the world naked bike ride, and she just finds she loves being nude, um, and she finds more and more places to do it. After the naked bike ride and the feeling I got from that and the buzz I got from that, I was like, oh, my God, maybe I should be naked more. <laughs> I don't know, I like the feeling of being free when you're naked, but I don't want to be, like, a full-on naturist. Like, I'm quite happy just doing it by myself or with my friends, really. Then there's a story of Alex, Jess and Luke, who uh, like to get together regularly and cook naked. They actually created a blog called NakedVeganCooking.com, and uh, that's really become very, very popular. And I'll, I mean, the uh, web address is obvious, but I'll put it in the uh, show notes as well. And they do this, and they've also created a number of events, including what they show in the... Uh, in the show, a uh, nude art sh night, or art show art night, and a uh, nude tea party. Even if someone wasn't taking part in an event like the Naked Bike Ride, if they are on the street and 200 naked people fly by of really all different shapes and sizes, I think that could be quite inspiring and something that really has a positive effect on the way they see nudity and see being comfortable with your body. Alex is one of a growing number of young people getting naked to challenge the domination of perfect body images in the media. I think it's really positive to be comfortable with your own body, really positive to be comfortable being naked, and I think it's really positive to see other people's bodies and in, an, in a totally non-sexual context, I think it really helps you with self-confidence. Every week, Alex and her friends get together and cook naked. Today, her mate Luke, an engineering student, is the last one to arrive and slip into his birthday suit. <laughs> Should we start weighing out the wet ingredients? I'm probably naked kind of like every day almost. Like, you know, I probably sleep naked, get up naked, answer the door. I've had a couple of amused looking like takeaway people. Along with housemate Jess, Luke has set up a naked food blog. They cook in the buff, post the recipes and photos online, and aim to celebrate normal bodies. Got thrown out the Arndale the other day for not having any shoes on. <laughs> and the final story is about Daryl, who is the uh, youth officer in uh, British naturism, the uh, British Federation. You know, every country has a federation recognized by the INF, the International Naturist Federation. He's also the head of the YBN, which is uh, Young British Naturists. And his job is to bring on a lot more naturists um, into uh, the organization. I got here a little bit late. Why were you late? Well, so it was a bit of a late night last night. These old ones couldn't tend to keep up with us in the pub. They're all like three times my age. I've only just come into this role and I am going to be completely changing the way things have been done for the last 10 years. There's 10 million people in this country within our age range. Now, if we could even hit 1% of them, that would, that would put me over the moon. <laughs> Get me out of this car. What this last story does actually most is point out uh, that the associations, uh, the national associations have become uh, 
somewhat meaningless compared to what they used to mean. And what I mean by that is I, I think there's an important role for association, but there was a time where you couldn't join or visit a club unless you were a member of an association. You could not find out where the clubs were because they published the only directories, um, the only magazines where the listings were. So uh, now with the internet, of course, anyone can find uh, a nature's club with just a few clicks and they don't have to pay anybody to participate because most clubs have become far more open and will allow people directly in according to their own standards and they don't require membership in an organization. So that's part of the reason that memberships in uh, organizations like British Naturism as well as the Federation of Canadian Naturists and the American Association for Nude Recreation, etc., have all been declining because people don't necessarily want magazines and they don't need to belong to any organization. So I think they oversimplify the problem a little bit when they say, you know, that it's not relevant to young people. I think it's not relevant to people in general, and they have to become relevant. Uh, associations need to sell themselves. They need to provide value because they can no longer depend on the fact that they have a monopoly and they have essentially a tax on naturism. I also think, and I've said this many times, that one of the problems is many associations uh, have oversimplified the movement and have brought it down to a very, very basic common denominator, and that's just nudity. And if it's just nudity, then, you know, what does it really mean? I, of course, it feels great to be nude, um, but it's also... It has to mean more. And, and I think for young people in particular, they're looking for something, uh, a philosophy, not just a reason to be nude. You can be nude f to be a stripper for that matter. You can be nude for porn. You can be nude for sex. Uh, you can be nude as a, some sort of exhibitionist. There's lots of reasons to be nude, but uh, naturism should provide a much holier, much more wholesome, much more worthwhile reason to be nude. And it does. The naturist philosophy, ethical naturism, is first and foremost about respect for self and respect for others and getting closer to nature. And that's done through nudity because that is that tool, as I keep saying, that helps us reach that goal, that helps accept each other. And I won't go through all that again because I've said it so many times. And they certainly do uh, touch on that, in my opinion. I think you can see them oversimplifying the... Uh, the philosophy or, or lacking the philosophy. One of our problems is this perception that to be a naturist requires changing your lifestyle, changing your political party, changing your religion, but actually it's just about taking your pants off. Yeah. My fantasy, my dream of how things should be is that people don't see naked people as a problem, don't see it as something that's abnormal. Um, you know, nakedness, nakedity, there's a word which I'm going to start putting in the dictionary soon, um, should just be accepted everywhere. And you hear from the young people that they're just doing it because it's fun. But in the end, you also hear that they're seeing the bigger picture. I guess as a teenager, having almost like cripplingly low self-esteem uh, for many, many years um, and really hating my body, maybe two years ago, I started to really feel like I was finding my place in the world and discovering my friends. And um, part of marking that, that, that passage was was kind of like not just liking myself but liking liking my body as well and and wanting to kind of be naked in a totally desexualized context so it definitely felt like i am liberated i don't see what the problem is if children see adults naked it should be just normal if young children aren't ever exposed to like the natural human body you're not going to be confident with yourself when you're older yes. 
I feel so sorry for people who aren't, like, happy with the way they are and, like, have eating disorders, etc., or, you know, problems or issues with confidence. It is the best thing I've ever done, I think. It's opened my life up, it's opened my eyes. To see people for what they are, to see the human body for what it is, and to see how our clothed society restrict so much in the everyday life. So yeah, it's a good show to watch. It's worth it. It's an hour long, and uh, as I said, there's lots of places you can watch it, and I'll provide some links and show notes. But it got me thinking that I should really uh, talk a little bit about young people, and I've touched about it a little bit in previous podcasts, but let's address specifically young people, youth, uh, in naturism. Um, what, uh, what is a young person we have to start with? What, what, how do we define that? And I've got to say, the... Uh, older I get, uh, you know, broader the definition of youth gets to be. I'm now in my mid-40s. And uh, so you've got to ask yourself, who are these young people? And I thought, well, I looked at Stats Canada, Statistics Canada, uh, which is a, a ministry within the government of Canada, to get some ideas of what the percentages of young people are in Canada. And so, you know, there's teenagers. Um, teenagers is theoretically 13 through 19, but Stats Canada finds uh, one group that they can give me numbers on as 15 to 19, and that's 6%. Um, so certainly there's a, a small number of naturists uh, that are teenagers probably that are there, and they should represent about 6% of the membership in a club, give or take, if they were representative of what there is in Canada. And by the way, these numbers should be consistent with the U.S. Our demographics are very similar. I can't speak for the rest of the world, um, but that is roughly the uh, percentages here in Canada, which means, of course, 94% of people in a club are not teenagers. But I think when we talk about young people, um, because teenagers are different, um, they generally can't come on their own, or would they, or nor do they have the means to do it. I think we're talking about people more in the 20 to uh, 30 age group. Um, the 20 to 30 age group would account for uh, uh, 14% according to Stats Canada. Uh, that means that 86% are not in that age group. Um, let's say, but let's go even further. Let's stretch out to 20 to 35 as the young people. 35 is starting, still looks pretty young to me now. I'm not sure if I thought I was young at 35, but let's stretch that a little bit to get a bigger number. And then we're at 21%. 21% are age 20 to 34 in the population. And that means that, you know, 79, about 80% of the people are not. And that, certainly at Bear Oaks, is pretty consistent with what we have. Um, we don't keep stats specifically about uh, the age of people. Um, we keep memberships, but we don't have the age information. It's not something that we need to have. Um, but I can look around and I can get an idea of how many people there are that are young people. And I get an idea of how many teenagers certainly there are. Um, teenagers, of course, don't uh, always come because the last thing they want to do is be with their parents. Um, they, when, As soon as they have an option, they want to do their own thing. They want to be different. Um, they want to... Uh, be with their own friends. Um, so there's a lot of reasons teenagers may not continue to come with their parents to their naturist club, despite the fact that they've been raised in it. So far, my one teenager and my almost teenager have, are still coming and still enjoy it. But I'm sure they will uh, 
have their own friends at one point that he'll want to spend their time with more than they do with me. So with regards to young people, there's another challenge. Um, they don't have too much money. Uh, they uh, are starting their careers. They're very focused perhaps on meeting people and dating uh, on the social connections that they have from high school now that they've just uh, reached uh, adulthood, maybe in university or just graduated from university. Some are starting families. So it's a very busy time, and you certainly can't expect um, that everybody is going to uh, have the time or means or money or even a car to go to a naturist club. So certainly that's one of the limitations. Is it because they don't want to come? Well, for some of them, for sure. But there are plenty of young people who are interested, because I know, because I see them. But the biggest barrier for them is how to get there. The biggest barrier sometimes is finding out about it, too, because a lot of clubs don't market themselves. Um, it's one of the reasons that we have a special price for youth at Bear Oaks. Um, anybody under 25 and under um, is free if they come with a member. Uh, if they are, so in other words, even if they're the friend of a member, uh, they can come for nothing. Uh, if not, it's $10. $10 for a couple. So it's very affordable. And if they want to join uh, because they're on their own, it's only $150 a year. So the price for young adults is only 25% of the price of anybody else. So a quarter, they just pay a quarter of the cost. And so that helps with the financial limitations. Of course, if they don't have a vehicle, that certainly doesn't help. But certainly several people have appreciated it. Um, in fact, we had um, a couple, uh, she's 19 and he's a little bit older, I think 21, 22, come just last week uh, for the first time in the middle of the winter, which is always surprising because it's certainly not the best time to appreciate naturism for the first time. But they came and they had the sauna and the hot tub and they just really enjoyed themselves and enjoyed the freedom. They came because they spent a lot of time on the website and appreciated the philosophy. But the reason that at the end of their first day and first visit, they, they put down their money and joined as members is because it was such a wonderful feeling and such a great experience. So you need the two. You need the philosophy to reinforce the reason to come and do it. But you also have to make it an enjoyable experience. And that's part of the problems that some clubs have. Some clubs are just old. Some clubs are just not welcoming. Some clubs don't have great customer service or the appropriate facilities. Some facilities are worn and dated. Uh, maybe they appear dirty. Sometimes things are not dirty, but if they're worn and they're not well-maintained, they look dirty and they feel dirty. So you have to have cleanliness. You have to have modern facilities. Not necessarily look modern, but feel modern and up-to-date. You can be retro. That's kind of cool, too. Um, but you have to have the facilities. You have to treat people professionally. And of course, I very much believe that your staff should be nude in a club because that's how you make people feel comfortable who are new. And that's how you welcome them. And I won't go through all the reasons why clothing optionals doesn't work. There's a whole podcast that I did earlier on, on that topic that you can go and listen to. But definitely, clothing optional doesn't work. It doesn't make new people feel comfortable. And if your staff greets your new guests dressed, well, I'm not sure what message you're putting there. You're giving them the message that, you know, somehow clothing still is important uh, and sets a tone for professionalism or something strange like that, which means that somehow you're elevating yourself when you wear clothing. That's what the message is. That's what clothing is about, uniforms. It's about putting a certain status on people. 
Your staff can't do that, because if the staff of the club does that, then you are reinforcing textile mentality. You know, I actually, I joined myself uh, clubs the first time when I was in a young adult. I was in my early 20s. Uh, that was in the late 80s. Um, and even back then, it was, it was a common theme. It's like a broken record. There was, you know, the common thing being that there's not enough young people and how do we get more young people? Well, I think when I'm in my uh, early 20s, I'm a young person. But I went to clubs that were mostly old people and certainly felt that way. But I didn't go there to see people. And uh, so it didn't bother me as much as you might think. I felt I was generally felt welcome and there was lots of nude people around. So it was comfortable. Uh, my friend who was with me, she was comfortable. So we enjoyed ourselves. But you, there are people out there that are always criticizing because there's not enough young people. Uh, some criticize for good reason because they want to see the future of the movement continue. They want the people who are going to take over for them. But I'm suspicious of some of the others. Um, we had a comment on TripAdvisor, apparently a, a person who came uh, to Bear Oaks and was grossly disappointed there were not enough young people. And, and uh, you know, maybe there wasn't the day he came. Uh, he came in the fall and he came in the middle of the week. And, uh, you know, but lots of people come, whether there's people around or not, and enjoy themselves like this couple did last week. They came for the experience. They came for naturism. So the fact that there's nobody their age didn't seem to bother them. So I wonder a little bit about the motivation. Are they there to enjoy naturism? Or are they there to be surrounded by young, nimble bodies from, you know, beautiful people? If that's what they're looking for, of course, they're going to be very disappointed because that's not what naturism is about. So, you know... If you look at a lot of the exploitation stuff out there, the magazines, the old-time magazines in particular, but even some of the newer one, it sure looks like there's a lot of beautiful young people out there everywhere because that's all there is in the pictures. And so I'm sure some people are coming to look at that. I'm sure some of them are coming to look and are leaving and or staying for the right reason. They're leaving with the right image and coming back for the right reason because they understand and they appreciate it and maybe we get to them and we... We get them to see the truth of what naturism is about and what it can do for people and how good it can make you feel about yourself. Another funny one is the uh, there was a great uh, Reuters uh, video and blog that was do done uh, in the summer, uh, August of 2011, and uh, there was a it was a reporter from uh, Reuters. Reuters is the international news service. He was doing a story on how people uh, are getting away from the city and getting back to nature and that kind of thing. So he wanted to see what it was about. And I, you know, I convinced him that if you want to really get the story, you need to take your clothes off yourself. You need to participate because you'll put all of your subjects at ease. And you, um, just like when you go to a wedding, you wouldn't go in shorts and a t-shirt if everybody's wearing suits or tuxedos. You have to dress appropriately for the occasion. And he did, much to his credit. Not everyone does, but he did. And I think he got a much better response and a much better product as a result. And I think he had a better sense of what he was re reporting on as well, which shows in the final edit and the material. But I had one person comment about uh, how it's just old fat people and uh, in the video. And I was going, well, I didn't get that impression. But of course, I was just listening to the message and thought the message was great. So I went and I uh, counted 
the people in the video. And there are about 15 older people, as far as I can tell, and seven young adults, two of which are teenagers. So actually, the ratio in that video is not consistent with the population. Um, and of course, a few of the people like myself and my, the manager at Baroques, Karen, are in the video a lot more because we're the ones telling the story, being interviewed, and uh, explaining the philosophy. So we're there more, more of the time. But in terms of individual people shown, there are seven young adults in there and a few couple of teenagers. So it's perception. Uh, maybe they are noticing the older people more. Maybe they're fixating on the fact that all they want to see is young, beautiful bodies again. And uh, it's more about getting a little, uh, a little thrill. And that's not what we're here for. So I'll provide a link again on the show notes so you can uh, go and take a look at the video. It's, it's, it's really great. I'm really happy with it. And I'd love to hear uh, comments from people after you've seen it, if you think it was a good uh, video as well. So, the young people, again, it it's not an issue of attracting young people. I think it's the, the program from the UK shows that the young people can be interested. We have no problem finding young people. Of course, it can also seem like there's more older people because the retired people at our park spend the entire summer there. They, they don't have to work. And they own a trailer because they've got the money to have a trailer in a retirement place. So, you know, that also can make it seem like there's more older people, but we have lots of young people, and uh, our staff has always been young people. Uh, we had, uh, out of, I think, six or seven last summer, uh, we had four of them who were first-timers. First-timers in terms of naturism. Uh, they had never tried naturism before, and they took a summer job where they would have to be nude all the time, because we are nude, as our staff at Baroque is always nude, when they're working, well, when it's appropriate, of course, for safety, you have to cover up. And most of the six youth staff um, were either in their 20s or teenagers. So definitely in, not in the 30s definition I was talking about earlier, but right in there. Let's listen a little bit to what Nikki and Chad, who I interviewed at the same time, uh, about two years ago, um, they were both working at the park for the summer. And uh, let's listen to what they have to say about naturism. What do you guys like about naturism? What, why, why is this good for you? It just feels fantastic. It's physically freeing. It's amazing to feel uh, the wind or, or the water in the pool just uh, along your bare skin. Um, it feels fantastic. I love that I can just be me, that I don't have to worry about putting on makeup. Um, that you don't have to think about what you want to wear and you don't have to put put together an outfit for the day or something like that, that I just get to walk out. And even though I you can put on a little bit of weight or something like that or not always be walking around sucking in because that's what I do when I have clothing on because it just fits you better when you suck in all the time. Um, and having worked with kids, sometimes when I'm not focusing on that, they go, Miss Nikki, are you pregnant? I'm like, no. <laughs> so I always try to focus on that. And here, obviously, I don't I don't think about that. I'm just comfortable and and I don't care if I happen to have a little bit of tummy sticking out or whatever because this is the place where there's no judgment and it's it's okay to do that. It's okay to just be yourself. I had worked here at Bear Oaks last summer feeling fabulous about myself and then I went to college still felt good for the first couple weeks 
And then I was surrounded by people in clothing, people who cared about, you know, their handbags having a certain brand and, and making sure their hair was straightened just perfectly and their makeup was just right. So I found myself feeling like those things mattered and I didn't like it. I, I hated the way it made me feel. Um, everything just felt tight, the clothing that is. Um, it just, I don't know, I didn't like myself as much. I started feeling um, a bit of a depression kind of leak in that my freedom had been gone and I just couldn't wait to come back. I feel that when I wear clothing, because, you know, you wear a shirt with a it's low cut and because it's low cut, it just seems right to put on a push-up bra with it and things like that and make sure that you have your, your tummy fat tucked in nicely and everything, that it just seems that... I look. I am looked at in a more sexual way when I wear clothing because there are parts that you're purposely dangling in front of people, um, as a woman anyway. And here I don't feel that way. I don't. I don't. You just look at you look at a person when they're nude and they're just nude, and it's like okay, well I I've taken that image in, and when a person's clothed, you kind of have a chance to linger all over where where you know it dips down in certain places or where there's jewels or something you just kind of look at them all over the place and so it just feels more like you're dangling yourself in front of people when you're clothed another uh person that worked at the park i think was uh, two years ago was uh, christine and uh she really enjoyed her experience here's what she had to say about naturism what do you think of clothing optional clubs i'm not a fan i don't like going um because I feel like not everybody's going to be nude, and I feel awkward because I feel like if I do get nude, I'm on display for the people who aren't nude. And it just, it feels weird. It feels uncomfortable. I prefer if everybody's going to be nude, then well, it's just easier. And I think for other young people, if they're on the fence about it, if they come to a clothing optional place, they may not necessarily ever get undressed because why do they have to? And they may just sort of wander around and same thing, like they may not want to get undressed because they'll feel like they'll be on display for those who aren't undressed. And I think it's not necessarily a bad thing for people to have to make a choice because sometimes you need a kick and you just need to make a choice. So. When I was in the Caribbean and on the beach, the women were allowed to go top free, but I did not like doing that. Um, Mostly, it, no, it was just because being young and being blonde, and when I did take off my top, I got a lot of attention that I did not like, and it was very uncomfortable to be stared at and to be able to see what people were thinking just by looking at their face, and was very uncomfortable. I really hated it, so I left my top on. And you see the importance for her of not having a clothing optional environment. How it's she's been to both. Because she was not an inexperienced naturist, unlike uh, some of the other ones. Um, but she, uh, she's been to both types of parks, and you can see the difference. And you can also hear from her the importance of not giving them too much attention. Because if you want to drive a teenager away quickly, give them too much attention. Teenagers want to blend into the background. 
Uh, they don't want to be the focus of anybody's attention. They are very self-conscious, not necessarily about being nude, just about being teenagers. They're still not comfortable with their place in the world. And unfortunately, in an attempt to try to encourage them sometimes, we give them too much attention. We spend too much time saying, oh, how great it is to see you guys here. It's so nice to have teenagers and blah, 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 which can, uh, you know, at worst can be a little creepy. Uh, but at best, it's just overwhelming and annoying. Um, there's, it does not encourage them. It can do the exact opposite. We also had a, a uh, young couple, uh, and uh, they they were just married. And uh, in fact, uh, she just had a baby. Uh, she worked with us last year. Uh, her name is Emily. And uh, she's not a teenager, but they are in their 20s. And uh, she certainly, she came... To Bear Oaks. They both came to Bear Oaks, um, brand new to naturism, loved it, and uh, within, uh, I think, a few months uh, was asking about the possibility of working at the park. So that was a wonderful experience. Here's what Emily had to say. It kind of, it happened on a whim. My husband's been talking about trying something like naturism for a couple of years, and I finally, it came up one day, and I finally decided, what the heck, we'll give it a try. What are we going to lose? Um, so we came up during the summer to Bear Oaks, and we had a great day. We came up during the volleyball weekend, and that was a good time to kind of, just to get the feel of what goes on. And there were a lot of people around, so that was nice. So was it hard for you to come here? Did you have a hard time? We were a little bit anxious. Uh, we weren't really sure what to expect. Um, but the first five minutes, I think, of being nude, were, it was a little uncomfortable. It was kind of like, you know, is this, you know, this isn't what we're supposed to do, what you're used to doing. You know, it's like, oh, I, I can't walk around naked. I can't let people see me. Um, and then I realized, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I was always self-conscious with my body, you know, through my teenage years and my early 20s. And um, and once we started coming here after a couple times, I, I've never been so confident in my own skin. I kind of realized that, you know, women have curves and that's okay. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I just, I started to feel good about myself that, you know, I guess you kind of see every shape and size and you realize that nobody's really perfect and that, you know, it's okay. Now, as I was saying, last summer we had four students, four young people who were brand new to naturism. Um, and that is they took jobs, um, not having experienced naturism ever before, and they took jobs where they were living nude seven days a week and living in the park and working nude at all times. Three of them were in uh, university and or college, and uh, they had a, it was great to have them. I think they had a good time too. Um, and they would do it again, except uh, some of them are going on to other jobs at this point or are graduating. But one of them was uh, particularly special to me because uh, she was new, to naturism. She was not raised as a naturist. She was uh, a very close family friend that I've known since she was born. And uh, she was at our place once and uh, was talking about not having a job. And I said, well, there's always a job um, at Bear Oaks if you wanted to. And I was kind of kidding. I didn't fully expect that she would take me up on it, particularly since her parents are not naturists and she wasn't raised as a naturist. And she was only 15. But she jumped at the, at the chance and she had a great time. I was pretty comfortable with the idea of naturism. Um, I'm comfortable with my body and being around others, and I thought, like, it's not like we're really um, 
very conservative within our own household. So I thought it might be an interesting experience and seemed like a very fun job opportunity. I really did enjoy it. There was a lot of um, a lot of really close relationships that you can make because everyone is really treated on the same level and you're able to talk to people um, who might be like older than you, might be like working in different jobs, might, you know, and it doesn't really matter because you're in this environment where everyone's the same and you're not really judging them on anything else other than who you are talking to at that very moment. Actually, I tried to convince a bunch of my friends to come and some of them are a little bit disappointed that I won't be working there next year. So, because they, they wanted to come and visit me and maybe we'll visit or go camping together. It was originally going to be a secret because I didn't want any unwanted attention or anything like that. Um, eventually, everything came out just because I don't like keeping secrets. And I figured if it's something that I care about and I think that they might enjoy or I think that they might be interested to learn more about, then why shouldn't I share that part of my life with them? I mean, some of them like, were making fun of it a little bit, but like they all seemed a little interested and wanted to learn more. And mostly they, they just wanted to hear what I was doing and why and, you know, how people act around there. And, like, it, it becomes a lot less weird once, <laughs> once you have a little bit more facts. I mean, I'm sure some people thought themselves, well, I, I can never do that or I would never do that, but it's okay that you are. So, you see, if you want to have young people, part of it is they need something to do. And so if you are employing young people during the summer, you're doing multiple uh, good services. You're helping your club by giving the club a youthful uh, front end, by showing that there are young people involved in it. You're um, helping young people by giving them jobs. It's kind of hard to find a job. And a job in a club often is a very nice, safe, secure environment. Uh, We have never had to look for employees for the summer so far. Because, um, you know, they come from, generally from our membership, uh, who want their uh, children to be working in an environment that they know is controlled and safe and, and well-managed. And frankly, you know, the, the outside world doesn't always think so, but a nature's club is one of the more uh, secure and managed places that you can be working in because uh, the people there are all so carefully checked out uh, and have to be members. They're not just uh, casual walking off the street people. I mean, sure, people can come and visit as visitors at Bear Oaks, but they have to present ID and they have to register and we know who they are. Things are pretty carefully managed. So um, it's a pretty good job. And so if you're employing young people, you're helping them. You're making them want to be there because there's a reason to be there. Uh, But of course, they hang out often then when they're not working as well and they're enjoying it. For some of them, as I've said, in the case of four of them last year, It was also a way for them to discover naturism because they couldn't have afforded to come very often during the summer. In fact, several of them, most of them, didn't even have a car. So they probably would have never made it there. But now they found a job that was just a wonderful experience for them. They made some money, which helped them with their school. And of course, it helped the park as well. And it helps naturism. So if you want to have young people... That's a great way to try to introduce them in the park. And, and many of them will, as you heard from Emily, uh, will bring their friends. But if there's any question about uh, whether young people can be interested in naturism, that was really answered this fall, in the fall of 2011, when I got, uh, in September, I got three calls. It was almost 
freaky because I got these three calls within a few weeks of each other. And three students contacted me completely independently, as I've learned. Um, two of them from two different uh, colleges uh, or universities want to do a photo project on naturism. And one was a journalist, and she wanted to do the same thing, do a story on naturism for her class. None of them had any experience with naturism, but were intrigued by the philosophy and the concept. And, uh, you know, of course, I invited them and I helped them. I t told them, um, you know, they said, when's a good time to, uh, you know, come in and experience this? And I said, July. <laughs> but of course, they're, you know, coming in school in September. So that's not necessarily the time they're doing assignments. And we couldn't wait till the next summer. But we've been very fortunate. We had some really great weather. And I invited them to come up and participate, which they did with different level of hesitation. But they all did. And one of them, uh, Sarah, I, uh, I recorded the initial phone call and the interaction as we drove up and came back. So first, I called her back uh, from the email message I originally got to uh, better understand what her project was. Hello? Hi, Sarah. It's Stefan from Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. Hi, Stefan. How are you? I'm good. How are you this morning? I'm pretty good, thanks. So I got your email, and your project mm -hmm. sounds really interesting, um, but I was hoping you'd be able to tell me a little bit more about what you were thinking. Okay, so um, for my project, what I have to do is a cultural investigation, and uh, so I decided to uh, do it on naturism, and um, what I really want to explore, I know, like from doing my research, I know that naturism, it's not nudism, it's not just about being naked, and there's so much more to it than that, and... That's really what I want to explore, and I really want to uh, get to know the park as well as the people and what the ideologies and philosophies are behind it, because to me, from what I've read so far, it really is a positive thing, and I think that nudism and naturism has just been really misrepresented. So, so I'd like uh, to look at... Yeah, how, how did you first... Uh, get interested in this? How did you connect with this concept or idea and decide that you want to do a whole project on that? Um, well, I guess it, my first um, inspiration would have been from the photographer Sally Mann, who uh, she photographed her children nude, and there's a lot of controversy around it, but really it was just um, she just portrayed her children as they were in their natural state. And I guess that was my first inspiration and then I when I got this project I thought about people on the island and how they like to live away from the city and they like to have their refuge so I started thinking about that and where people like to go to feel safe and welcome and at home and then I thought about I know that there's um the beach there that's clothing optional and then I started looking into that and why people prefer to be nude, and then through my research, I discovered Bear Oaks. So did, did you do, have you tried naturism at all? Have you been to the beach or anything like that? Um, I've been to the beach, but unfortunately it was during the winter time, so I haven't had the chance to practice it yet. But oh. I have in my own room, and <laughs> on my own I have, but unfortunately not. Um, Okay. I did once with two of my friends just at their cottage. We, we've done it once, but unfortunately, no, I haven't. Okay, well, I, I guess I think the first thing we need to do then is uh, 
for you to come and experience what naturism is about. Yes, I'd really like to do that. I I really don't want to be just, if I'm photographing people, I really don't want to be seen as an outsider. I'd like to really, I think an important part of being a photographer is understanding what you're photographing. And the only way to really do that is to be an active participant in your environment. Then I picked her up at the subway station because she didn't have a car, and we drove up together to Bear Oaks. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you very much for picking me up. No problem. So, do you live? Um, do you live at um, Bear Oaks? No, I live in Markham, so oh, not okay. far from here. So this actually works well. Oh, okay, great. Not too early? No, no, it's okay. I'd rather get an early start in my day than spend it lacing around, so. So what's your objective for today? Um, well, with this project, I'm, with the, it's a cultural investigation, so the point is to revisit a few times, and it's not supposed to be just like a one-time thing. You're supposed to like get involved with it, and uh, so I'm hoping today to get to know Bear Oaks and maybe just see around the place. Uh, I did bring my camera, just in case. Maybe I could take a few sure. pictures today. But um, yeah, I was hoping today to just kind of get a feel and get to know the place. Good. And how are you feeling yeah. right now? Yeah, I'm feeling okay. I'm excited. I'm nervous because I haven't taken any pictures in a while. So I'm nervous on a technical aspect. Okay. But <laughs> I'm pretty excited. But the idea of nudity or anything doesn't make you nervous? Um, it might once I'm there, but right now I feel okay. Um, okay. Unfortunately, it's not... She had a great day. Um, well, it wasn't an entire day, but a great part of a day. Uh, got to talk to a lot of people and really enjoyed it. And then I drove her back. Back to the point of Yes. <laughs> So what did you think? Uh, good. I didn't, wasn't feeling too anxious or anything. It, it was really easy, so. Did it feel awkward? Um, a little bit, but not because I was nude, just not because people were seeing me nude, just because I'm not used to being nude, if that makes sense. Kind of, yes. Just not used to how, just standing nude is not something I'm used to, so. I didn't feel awkward in the sense that people could see I was nude. It's just getting used to it, I guess. I don't know, but it was it was good. So, is it a good feeling or a bad feeling? Good feeling. I think if I was actually here a whole day and you know was here visiting, it would I could get used to it. No bad feeling. So now. Sarah's not only been there uh, that one time, but she's been there multiple times. She's gone to a uh, non-landed club swim as well, and uh, she's really uh, taken by the whole movement. She, you know, she tells me on the phone that she misses it. She did very well in her assignment, by the way. She got a very good mark, and uh, she she is definitely planning on coming this summer. She even toyed with the idea of working at the park, um, but decided to take a job that was more in the field that she was studying. So. 
young people are interested in naturism. Certainly not every young person is interested in naturism, but not every adult is interested in naturism. If that was true, boy, would we have a problem with space. Um, you know, a very small percentage of adults are interested in naturism, and I think the same thing is true for young people. But I think they might be more easily interested if they find out about it, if an opportunity is given to them to try out naturism, and uh, if there's a, a way for them to make it affordable and to get there. Um, so there's a lot of factors that have to be addressed. You know, the, you know it's, it's, it's all basic marketing. You have to have a product that is of interest to them, of course, and that product has to be a good product or service. Um, and you have to let them know about it. That's basic marketing communication. And then you have to have it affordable, and you have to have distribution in, in product terms, which means you have to be able to get to it. You have to find a way. And when we're way out in the boonies and there's no transit, how do young people without cars get there? That's, that's a serious problem. But if you can solve all those issues, you will get them. If not you will probably get them later in life. And there are many, many people, probably many of you who are listening, who only discovered naturism when you were later in life, whether that be in your 30s or 40s or 50s or even later, which is too bad. It's too bad, isn't it? If that's what you did, that you didn't know this all your life. So we have a job to do. We have to make sure that there are possibilities for young people when they are younger and that they know about them. Well, that's all once again for this episode of The Naturist Living Show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, as I repeated several times in the uh, this episode, in the show, all the links to uh, the things I mentioned will be in the show notes, and the show notes are found at naturistliving.bareoaks, that's B-A-R-E, of course, bareoaks.ca, because we are in Canada. And uh, if you have any comments, please send them in. I love getting comments and suggestions. The show's email address is naturistliving at bareoaks.ca. Again, B-A-R-E, bareoaks.ca. Join us again in about a month for the next episode of The Naturist Living Show. This episode of The Naturist Living Show was brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Traditional values means that naturism is more than just taking your clothes off. It is a life philosophy with physical, psychological, environmental, social and moral benefits. Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park strives to promote those naturist values in a modern setting that provides the amenities and services that our members and visitors expect. Free your body, free your mind. Learn more at www.bareoaks.ca.